Kia ora, good morning and welcome into Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. It is hump day Wednesday and uh, we need something like that to get us up and moving. No, Izzy, I, even so, I know that wasn't exactly EDM, but I saw you going to that one. Oh, I like that song. Good song. Great start to the day. Yeah, it looks so fine and I really want to make you mine. Yeah, it's a good little vibe to get us into a nice Wednesday morning. Look, I'm just a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit gutted. Mm. A little bit gutted, you know, like TV personality of the year. Even myself, we missed out last night, so oh. I, I was a little, we must have lost our, we missed our invites in, in the mail. So obviously, uh, we've been doing our own little uh, TVing around the world. Uh, just obviously haven't done enough. So uh, yeah, just obviously pretty gutted that we that we didn't get invited and didn't even get recognition. No, obviously what they're doing <laughs> is they're waiting for the Queensland show to come to because uh, they know that's going to be the one that knocks it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, honestly, trust, trust me, this will be 12 times better than, than France. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're a long way into our TV journey. Uh, you know, we, we never went to broadcasting school like you could probably hear right now. And uh, <laughs> we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're thriving to be the best. And we want to be the best up there with Paddy Gower and co. And uh, hopefully we can get some recognition. But uh, I missed our invite. Didn't get the invite. Yeah, well, t- I tell you what uh, did, did surprise me, mate. How long have you been back at the mm. gig? You've been back at the gig since last Friday, right? Oh, I saw you. I saw your little <laughs> longer sabbatical there, Brody Metallic. Oh, well, Ricardo. <laughs> Beef. Beef. We weren't sure if he still worked here, but he was finally back on here yesterday. <sighs> yeah, my mate, my mate. Oh, he's had a hell of a couple of months, is not he? Went to the Rugby World Cup, and then I we get to Queensland, and a day out, he texts, he messages the lady. He says, oh, I'm going to meet you guys in Queensland. Throws the travel itinerary into it into a spiral out of control. The lady's like, oh, my gosh, this is going to ruin everything. Meets us in uh, Brisbane, and we get there, and this guy is tired. You thought he was tired and sleeping the whole way through France? Well, he was as tired as anything uh, over at the start of Brisbane, but that's okay. I told him, well, you're driving, mate. So <laughs> you signed <laughs> you know up for it, about that driving? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the driving scene is, um, you know, he slept. He could sleep anywhere, honestly. He is... One man I know that can just not off, just like that. Anyway, we get in the car, we start driving. And, and just me, just to be annoying, I stayed awake. <laughs> and he goes, well, if, you, if you're not going to drive, you've you got to go to sleep. I said, no, I'm not tired. I just want to be up and I'm with you. He's like, mate. Yeah, I was just absolutely annoying him, mate. Uh, he's a tired soul. It's good to have Beaver back uh, in the hot seat and um, ripping into the next couple of weeks. But, uh, yeah, he had a long holiday, didn't he? He did. He had a mate. He was away from when did the World Cup kick off? Oh, October? Yeah, September, <laughs> September wasn't it? September. September. <laughs> yeah, September. So we're, we yesterday was what the the fifth of December. So he's been gone all of October, all of November, and back the fifth of December. I don't, I, his contract must look he quite did. different to mine. I think. Hey, mine. Uh, in fairness, he uh, I think he got up at a cu- uh, most mornings over in France. Mm. I think he was up at like three a.m. 
to do his show and then as the rest of the day. So he would have had to rein it in a fair bit. Or there might have been some shows that we've all done when we were a little bit under the weather. Um, but yeah, great to have the beaver back. <laughs> great to have the beaver back, as you say. Uh, what is actually, what is the name of your show going to be? Because I'm thinking it's going to be what? Outback Beaver and Dingo Dagger uh, go wild or something? Is, is that what you're running with? Or? Oh, look, we've, we've got our headline now. Uh, Izzy and Beaver. It's something, it's Izzy and Beaver Queensland uh, Adventures or something like that. It'll, it'll, they haven't really got a name for it, but Izzy and Beaver's the headline. We've got a little social media following too. I think we're up to about two. 2,000 followers, 2,500 followers on our little adventures, and uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, we've got another one in the pipeline coming up. Oh, really? We, uh, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna, I think they're going to pump out five seasons. Wow. Are you are you guys like the new um, uh, Ridgey and Macca? Uh Different. Different. You know, like, it'll be easy for us to go travel around the world be disrespectful and take the mickey out of everything. Mm. Uh, but we're actually genuinely interested on these tours. You, I know you'll be amazed, but we actually take it quite serious. So Beaver's okay. the historian of the trip, and I'm on on food and and like entertainment, hospitality, and he uh, he educates a lot of the pub public about these certain areas Cause, because I know that's funny you, you have a little right but we, we do actually learn a hell of a lot on okay. our adventures like particularly C- around Queensland because while you were away and you were doing some of those reports back for us the where is he mm. and you started incorporating mm. Beave and Beavers gave, gave us that clue one day that's the fifth yeah. biggest yeah, city in Australia. Wrong. Yeah, it's not. Oh, look, there's going to be a lot of correction <laughs> over, uh, on this trip, but that was that, it makes it funny, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, I, I uh, like that. But one of the like to think Sorry. of Beaver as the, as, the, as the king of nearly correct information. Oh, he, it's like everything, you know. You sell it like you're 100 percent correct, mm. uh, but just be a bit wary that uh, you know 20 percent of it might be wrong. Um, but it was good, good times. Like we went to a place called Winton. And in Winton is the dinosaur where they discovered a lot of the dinosaurs. They actually found a billabong uh, that over 90 million years it had started slowly coming to the surface. And there was this big, I think it was about 30 metres long footprint of big dinosaur footprints, alligator claws and everything that's all been moved. Like a puzzle took four years to move it back to this place where they've built a building over it and you can go take a good look at this billabong and they explain you can see big footprints and I got to pick up a big uh, dinosaur bone that was 90 million years old as well. Wow. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. How, how big was it? Uh, it was a femur, so I'd say a metre long. Wow. You, yeah. Did you feel a like you were in the Flintstones? I, I felt absolutely blown away yeah, knowing that I was cool, picking man. up something that is millions of years old and it was pretty cool that you got to be able to handle it. Uh, so yeah, some awesome, awesome place in a place called Winton, which is in the outback, middle of nowhere. Flies galore. Take Excellent. your fly net. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That's a, that's a, that's another brief peek into what is to come. Do you know when that's going to go to air? It'll be sometime next year. I'd say April, May. Okay. Yeah. Right. Editing to yeah. do. Yeah, just just a tad, just a tad. <laughs> Shoot for twenty four hours. Use one hour of it. You know, kind of that, that sort of sort of thing. Is that about right? One hour of filming yeah. is one minute of the show. Right. So wow. big days, and we're doing eight episodes, forty four minutes. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of editing for whoever's having to edit that. Mm. That's, that's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Anyway, yeah. coming up on the show today, on our show, not your show, our show, uh, Chris Harris, Jeanette Douglas and David Harvelli. So Jeanette Douglas, if you don't recognise that name, she's the event manager for the BMX World Cup, which is here in February next year. So it'll be interesting to talk to her about that. Harry, of course, needs no introduction. Uh, the second mm. test against Bangladesh, underway tonight at 4.30. And uh, David Harvelli, just on bin back at training and... What it must be like, be a bit weird after all these years to go to preseason training without Razor. Yeah, it'd be crazy. I had a good chat with him. He said I play golf, um, but we'll have a yeah, have a nice chat with uh, David Harvey after. Right, just wanted to chat to him about the season. He it's, it's a totally different setup now that we're with the, you know, uh, Rob Penny led Crusaders. There's a lot of uh, you know missing experienced players that have that have left offshores. A couple of experienced players coming back. You know, where does David Harvey? Fit in the puzzle, Fergus Burke's out, you know, his opportunity to play a bit of 10, Lee Halfpenny's coming over, so there's plenty to, mm. to chat. Um, he'll be up and about because we absolutely smoked Will Jordan and Quinn's and Strange, so it was good. Yeah, excellent. All right, he'd be, he'd be well up for it. No wonder No, no wonder Will's <laughs> not coming on. <laughs> Still not talking to you after <laughs> yesterday. He, he did a message back, mate. Oh, if the one thing of Will, getting his head, he's gone early. And he was proud of it. <laughs> it is uh, 6.13. Uh, we do have a Who Am I for you today. $100 Adidas golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas golf. Visit adidas.co.nz. Get away with golf. T's and C's apply. First clue, I made my debut in 1994, representing South Africa 72 times. Made my debut in 1994, representing South Africa 72 times. That is clue number one, double eight, double three, if you know the answer. Any ideas, Izzy? Did I get it? No, I messaged you. Yes. Is that not it? No, I don't think that's not it, is it, Robbie? No, there were, yeah, it might be, actually. It might be. That might be it. I thought, I, you, said that you just randomly send someone's name through, and I'm like, oh, has he got us another interview today? What's going on? <laughs> I knew a... I got it, Robbie. I'm too good for you, mate. Uh, it took me too a while good. to figure out what you were on about. All right, but that, that's that's probably me at this time of the morning. Let's get into this. Round one, fight. Triple threat, the three big questions of the day. Uh, Super Rugby Orpiki yesterday announced its schedule. All the games are going to be afternoon kickoffs, is he? Be like the old days Absolutely. of the NPC. Yeah, you like it? Good move? I love it. Love it, mate. Great move. Mate, it's... it's... It's more fitting for young um, young kids to go along for an afternoon. You're not heading into the night and, and worrying about getting home at 9.30 and your young kids are tired and, and miserable. It's just more enticing for the, for the general fan to go along and watch afternoon rugby. And I think there's a double cu- couple of double headers mm. as well that will lead straight into Super Rugby, which I think is a great initiative. Super Rugby, because South Africa are gone, should follow suit. You know, the reason there isn't any afternoon games when South Africa were part of it was because the broadcasting time didn't work for South Africa and they're a big player in in the broadcasting deal. Well, they're gone, so why not do more uh, afternoon games in terms of Super Rugby? Like 2.30, 4.30, there's nothing better. I don't don't disagree with you. I just wonder if you're trying to sell the TV rights for Super Rugby to, say, the English or French market, if you still have Mm. to consider that. Yeah, that, that's that's why mm. you know with Sky TV, I've always when I worked there, I was like, why don't we play afternoon games? It's because we get broadcast. It doesn't work down here for up in the north where the money is. But yeah, you know, South Africa were a big player. They're gone. Let's let's try it. Let's do it. 
few and more games. We had play a few, replays up there. We had Catch a few up. yesterday, eh? We had uh, yesterday. We had a few last season where we, we I think they, mm. they they had a couple of afternoon games. Yeah, I do prefer it in the afternoon to be honest. Um, and it's good good for families, like you say, take take the family along, and you know you don't have kids with their eyes hanging out their head at half past nine at night trying to get out of the stadium. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. Like broadcast, they bring a lot of money into the into the game. We know that, and it's very important cog of the success of, of of rugby competitions. But on the other side, we're saying, oh, no fans are coming to the games. Well, no fans are going to come to the game if it's seven thirty at night with their kids. So try and entice the fans to come to NPC are doing it with it, going to smaller stadiums and probably playing more afternoon rugby. Well, they do. Um, let's try it with Super Rugby. And I'll pick you leading the way. I'm sure they're going to get some numbers. Yeah, hopefully. That's what we want to see. Round two. Now, a uh, big story from the Daily Telegraph yesterday. The Warriors have said that if they're going to let Adam Fanua Blake out of his contract early, uh, that they want something in return. So they're going to trade a club for a player. So they're not just going to let him go, let him go. And there are four players, apparently, that they have identified that they'd be willing to take in return. Uh, Tigers pair, Isaiah Papali'i or Stefano uh, Utoi uh, Kamanu. Bulldogs back rower, Viliami Kikau, or Dragons mm. back rower, Jaden Sewer. Um, all very good players. Uh, some more with potential, some a little bit more uh, established. But if you're the Warriors, Izzy, who are you mm. taking? Who's your number one choice? Oh, well... There was looks at uh, there was a photo caught with Phil Gould and Adam Fanor Blake, Villiamy mm. uh, Kikau, whether they can have them both in the squad. Salary cap unsure. Um, I, I can see that as an as a nice switch, but I don't see Villiamy Kikau wanting to come to New Zealand. The hardest thing, Ricardo, is people wanting to come to New Zealand. Mm. You know, like you look at Adam Fanor Blake. He was at Manly. He catapulted his credentials in New Zealand playing for the Warriors. Now he's worth. Uh, a ton load of money. Um, so are we going to go to these players to get them to come over for money or the the will to help this team? Because we've had a lot of flops that come over and, and take the money and don't really have the same success like they've had in Australia. Uh, but out of these players, Isaiah Papali, he's already been here. Um, he won't come because his partner's over in Australia. So his heart won't be here. If I'm going to look at one, I'll probably go to the Dragons, Jaden Saw. Uh, have a look at Jaden Saw. He's... A nice player. It'll be straight swap for him. They're both on similar money, and it'll be an easy fit. And yeah, I, I think if I'm going to be the, the coach, I'd go for someone like that. Kurt Capewell. Well, George Cameron George was on SCN yesterday, and he said that's not really eventuating like we we're hoping, and uh, that, that potentially won't work. But for me, yeah, Jaden Saw. What about you? Yeah, I I would probably go Isaiah Papali'i. He has been here before. He's an absolute workhorse. His mum coached the, uh, the the Warriors women's team when they had one, and they're, they're kicking that back off soon. And his partner's only just gone over to be with him mm. over there. So I don't yeah. know that that's too much of a problem. It's not like she's you know really um, settled there just yet. She could quite easily come back home and pick up another uh, contract with Netball New Zealand. So I would say Isaiah Papali'i. I think we need a big that's coming through the ranks. You know, you think of a Russell Packer, Ben Matalino, like, we need to grow some and breed some of our own big men because when we're constantly – it's like the seven jersey, you know, we're going offshore, we're trying to find these big players that are, that are filling big gaps. Is there heart in it? Probably not. So hopefully we have some talent coming through that can, can fill that gap. A big man, we've had some success in the past, but now with Adam wanting to leave, it leaves a big gap. Well, I think 
we do produce them. It's just we don't hold on mm. to them because you look at who the biggest, yeah. the best props in the in the game are at the moment: uh, Moses Leota and James Fisher Harris mm. and Adam Fanil Blake, and they're all Kiwis. It's yeah, just that the true. Aussie clubs poach them and get them over there quick. Mm. So well, we need to be better. We've been tattling on for that for the last two years. I feel. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So all right, let's crack on to this one. Round three. The Aussies can't be bothered hosting the Commonwealth Games by the looks of it. Uh, is it still relevant, and would you miss it if it went? Uh, I think it's still relevant. I think of my greatest memories as a young kid, 1998, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, and, and you know, you're know, going through the list of, of medalists uh, in that era, Beatrice Farmerwin in the women's discus throw, you got Sarah Olmar winning the women's track individual pursuit 3,000 metre, and you got to remember that was the year when um, they had cricket at the Com Games, yeah. and we got a bronze medal with you know, Jeff Allen, Nathan Astle, with a good squad. And I remember talking to Craig McMillan about his greatest uh, time in the jersey and in, in the in the cricket whites, and he reckons it was that in Malaysia, playing in the, in the Commonwealth Games, hot as hell. But being at the village amongst all these world class athletes, you know, this is a guy that's done it all. He said that was. By far, his fondest memory. So I, I thought, I still think it holds a lot of relevance. Yes, it's losing its appeal because a lot of the biggest nations, United States and, and Allah, aren't there. So, but it's still a competition, and as an athlete, you want to be able to compete. So I, I still feel like it, it needs to be had. But you cannot go on and waste all this money, particularly with how the world is trying to build infrastructure and co. Like I said it before, go to these places that have already had these hosted these nations so you're not spending millions and billions of dollars trying to trying to um, fund this and raise it. The thing I like about the Commonwealth Games is it gives athletes coming through, and I kind of, you know, I, I think the Olympics is blown out and there's too many sports now. Keep it simple, right? Track and field and all those yep. kind of traditional sports. But it gives our athletes a stepping stone and, a, and, and tournament exposure, right? So they get used to being in that. That's what I think the best thing about it is. Mm. But I like Justin Nelson's idea. Justin yep. Nelson reckons you just uh, you, you, you bid for what you want to do, but the common games happen the same time, right, in the same four weeks, but they happen all around the world, all around in the Commonwealth. So Canada will host the cycling. Australia will host the athletics. Britain will host the boxing, whatever. Uh, and that way you've actually also got 24-7 action because it's around mm. the world and there's something happening all the time, and you could probably knock yep. it out in two weeks instead of four. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. A lot of moving parts. Yes. <laughs> hey, a lot of moving parts, like being all over trying to control all this happening around the world at different times would be would be crazy, but it makes for, for a fair shout. Uh, I, I still think it's important. I think athletes want to be able to compete, and this is our mini Olympics for Oceania. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think continue it on. 